welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points. Why do we have to make our podcast with all S's? <laughs> I am your host, Ryan. And hey, ladies and gentlemen, the gang is back. All three of us finally back on the podcast. I am being joined once again by, well, he's been missing for a few weeks, but like Brock Lesnar, he shows up for the big events. It's Jeff. What is going on, everybody? It's Rumble season, and for all the returns and debuts in the Rumble, I had to make my triumphant return to this podcast and bless it once again. (laughs) And as always, I'm being joined by my brother. I think technically he is the current champion of the predictions. We haven't done predictions in a while, so it's Nathan. Yeah, everybody's just scared to you know to go up against me. That's what it is. But so, are we gonna? We could have one WWE or all WWE under one title, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's we're gonna be talking about that. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Suplexes. If you uh, are unaware, our weekly wrestling podcast where we discuss everything that happened in the week of professional wrestling, starting from Monday, January third. And that day, you know, is Monday, which means it was time to get raw. Oh, God. Uh, This show show is headlined by a fatal four-way, the original fatal four-way for day one. um, With the winner getting a match against Bobby or Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, about spoiled the man who won it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, I really didn't think they would have went this direction. Uh, but Bobby Lashley got the win, but I really didn't think Lashley was going to win this thing. Why is that? I just didn't think they'd do Lashley Lesnar. I just thought they never would have done it. I don't know I why. I thought if they were going to do it, it would have been a Mania thing, but maybe they have something bigger planned for Mania this year. Yeah, and we'll yeah, get to that later. The, the <laughs> same old, same old Lesnar reigns. <laughs> um, but Lashley did win this very good match, uh, which, hey, man, I'm looking forward to Lashley and Lesnar. I know it'll be about eight minutes, but it's going to be a damn good eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the show opened up with Paul Heyman back in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Um, and Lesnar said that, uh, and Paul Heyman said he wasn't um, the, the counsel for Roman Reigns for one week and he caught COVID, which was a good line. <laughs> so, yeah, very good show. Uh, well, I mean, okay, let me take that back. <laughs> I was gonna say, whoa, whoa, whoa! Very good right. main event with some good matches in between. Um, it was not a great show, <laughs> not at all. Um, elsewhere on the show, Chad Gable and Otis defeated RK Bro. So Gable and Otis, I guess, will be getting the next title opportunity. Oh boy! Re- Reggie and Dana Brooke defeated Tamina and Katira Sazawa. Um, in a match for the 24-7 championship, but it was only if Dana Brooke got pinned. <laughs> I thought they were just going to do whoever got the pin, got the title. That's what it made sense. Because why the hell are Reggie and Takira Nizawa in this match anyway? The title's not on the line. But anyway. No. Um, Carmella and Zelina defeated Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley to retain the tag team titles. The Street Profits defeated Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Damian Priest defeated Dolph Ziggler to retain the United States Championship. And Omos defeated AJ Styles. 
And then, no, we had Edge and Beth Phoenix challenge the Miz and Maurice to a match at Royal Rumble. Miz accepted. So, and a fun little stat there, Nathan. With Beth's match, Beth and uh, Maurice will fight each other in three decades. Wow. Interesting. The 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s. Now, it was late 2000, but, you know, <laughs> it was like 2009 when they fought. But, hey, it counts. <laughs> it counts. It counts. <laughs> We had another Vince and uh, uh, Vince and uh, yeah, oh, I came from Austin Theory oh, segment. It. Yeah, oh, pencil. You're like, why don't you feel like right. Theory being his illegitimate son for some reason? I, uh, I don't know. They did that with Mr. Kennedy back in the day, and that failed. Oh, I got a pencil. And then, and then, and then it was uh, after Mr. Kennedy it was a uh, <laughs> hornswoggle. <laughs> uh, Vince, Vince has had a had a very interesting illegitimate son uh, storyline going. <laughs> interesting, Jason Jordan and good old Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah, uh, I like firing people. Sorry, Vince. I just can't. Well, Vince used to be like powerful and demanding. And now mm-hmm. you look at him, he's just a frail old man who mumbles through all this stuff. And it's annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but that was Raw. Raw was, was uh, Raw was something. Same as always. Good matches, but everything in between sucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, that's what all I can say. Uh, we had NXT this week, Nathan, was a very special New Year's Evil event. Right. With uh, two title matches on the line, three title matches, and a huge six-man title match, or a six-man match. Uh, We started off with the the match to unify the North American and Cruiserweight champion. Um, The winner of this match would be known, therefore, as the North American champion, so the Cruiserweight title was officially dead after this episode. Um, We had Carmelo Hayes versus Roderick Strong. What did you guys think? Uh, Oh, you go go first, Jeff. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so I feel like, you know, I, I'm i a big, big Carmelo Hayes guy. You know, I feel like he has that factor. Uh, but I am honestly sad to see the Cruiserweight title go because, you know, that was the last, last real standing we were holding from the Cruiserweight Classic, which I thought was one of their best one-off events they've done. And, you know, that was kind of also a nail in the coffin towards, you know, the last middle finger to Triple H's NXT, one of the last few. We'll get into the other ones later. But uh, yeah, we got something big there to talk about, yeah. It, it just kind of sucked, honestly, to see that go. But good. I thought it was an all right match. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. Definitely not the best match on the card on the show, but it was it was it was damn good. Yeah, same here. Sad to see the Cruiserweight title go, but every, a lot of, well, maybe not in 2.0 anymore, but in the old NXT, a lot of the guys were Cruiserweight, so it really didn't make sense to have a Cruiserweight title. Uh, so I guess it makes sense that it's gone, but it's always good to have more titles, in my opinion, just something for other people to do. Yeah, oh, I know a lot of people hate having a lot of titles, but yeah, I'm with you guys. Uh this Cruiserweight Championship, I think, lasted about as long as the original Cruiserweight Championship in WWE. <laughs> it didn't last very long. 
Um, yeah. They uh, Cruz Tom matches were always great too. They always like they were always the pre-show kickoff matches for all the takeovers, and they were always amazing. They cut half the cruiserweight roster, so I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah, they don't have like any cruiserweights left, so I mean. It makes sense going in this new direction to do it, but yeah, and uh, Carmelo Hayes did win this match, so Carmelo Hayes is still the North American champion. What we do with Roderick now? Who knows? Uh, he doesn't have his coach anymore, so he does. <laughs> um, then we had a big match as we had Riddle and MSK take on Imperium, all three of them: Walter, Eichner, and Barthel. It was great to see Walter back in the ring. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it- Permanent stay from what I'm hearing. I he said that he was done with NXT UK for a while. So is he gonna stay in NXT or is he gonna make the move up into the main event? The main roster. Rumble. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think he'll be in the rumble. If he's in the rumble, man, there's no feasible way, like realistically, you can't have him do anything other than win the damn thing. <laughs> like just how good of a wrestler and how big he is. Yeah. I just want to see him, like, chop somebody over the ropes. Yeah. Um, Riddle and MSK got the win here, which was kind of shocking. But, I mean, not really because they've been pushing this new storyline with them. So, uh, did you guys hear the news that this was supposed to be Jeff Hardy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Makes sense, Kai. I mean, him and and Riddle are kind of, you know, they're similar. Well, they they kept calling him a tag team guru, and Riddle doesn't make much sense. I mean... He's, I mean, he did have titles, I guess, but he's got both. He's had the NXT yeah. in the role. Yeah. I mean, so I on. guess it made does make sense, but Jeff Hardy would have made way more sense. I really wanted to see RVD, though. <laughs> yeah. I, he's one of my sleeper picks to be in the Rumble. Could be. Um, and then we had the triple threat match for the NXT women's title as Mandy Rose defeated Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. Surprised by this, actually. I did not think Mandy was going to win this one. I'm happy. Yeah. But I didn't think she was. She not only won, she outsmarted both of the faces. That's typical WWE. <laughs> faces are always stupid in WWE. <laughs> That's just how it goes. Now, is it good to argue, guys, that her move to NXT 2.0 has honestly helped Mandy Rose's career? Oh, she's way better. Yeah, it, this is... A breath of fresh air for her. She got to change her look up. She got to, you know, do different things. And the main roster, she did nothing ever. Yeah. Her entire main roster run, she did absolutely nothing. Other than her feud with her thing with Otis, which was her idea, apparently. And then after that, it just went nowhere. So, and I will say it, she has a better V trigger than Kenny Omega. I say it every time I see it, which is great. <laughs> And then, of course, we had the main event, Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title. Braun Breaker came out and smashed the old NXT logo. Pretty much knew where this was heading when that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Breaker's dad, uh, Rick Sonny, was in attendance for this match. Um, and uh, Braun Breaker defeated Ciampa, making him tap out to the Steiner recliner. And uh, Braun Breaker is the new NXT champion. Yeah, he did both of his dad and his un- uncle's moves in that. Yeah, he did the bulldog, and then he did the Steiner recliner. He also, pulled out a, he also pulled out a better Frankensteiner than Hell yeah. Scott Steiner ever did. Yeah. Um, and this was, what, his, like, what, fifth match? 
mean, he hasn't had many matches. Uh, no, I think they've got something in him, honestly. You know, people might hate on the name, which it, it could have used a different name. But, I mean, you know, he, he's, he's pretty good in the ring. Yeah. Oh, and apparently, apparently he came up with that name. So that's his name. Yeah, he said he came up with it because I guess something about when he was in uh in football, and was in the NFL. He they said he liked to break through the tackles or something, so they called him Breaker, and so that kind of kind of stuck with him. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, it was a good match. I don't know what I I assume Champa's either gonna do nothing or move up to the main officer i would say uh speaking of that i was gonna bring that up uh last friday uh basically two days after uh before we you know uh had to do this podcast uh pete dunn and uh tomaso champa wrestled in a dark match before smackdown yeah so maybe um, I, I there's no reason for them to stay in NXT, honestly, because if they're going in this new direction, they just don't fit. So, might as well. I mean, if he leaves, Champa and and Dunn, and then all you got left is like Roderick Strong. Yeah, Roderick would I be mean, the only guy left from the original. <laughs> and, and like, I mean, Loomis, but yeah, but is he even still there? I mean, he's injured or whatever, but. I don't know. Uh, speaking of NXT, since we're on the topic, oh, we had some shocking news come out the last couple of days as WWE has fired some more people. Yes. Yeah. One of them is one of the biggest. It's crazy. Um, but they've released Danny Birch, uh, Timothy Thatcher, Allison Danger, better known as Allison. Uh, uh, Kareno and Hideki Suzuki, who was, you know, <laughs> he's Hachi, man. <laughs> he was with Roger Strong on TV, and now he's gone. Yeah. Um, they also released Samoa Joe for the second time in eight, like 18 months. <laughs> and they released not just 18 months, like nine months. Nine months. Yeah. And they released William Regal. Yeah. And Road Dog. Yeah. Um, this once again, guys, is why I have not watched the WWE programming since the last round of releases. Uh, yeah. But, you know, when is enough enough? Unless they're selling the damn thing like the rumors are heating up again. I mean, they're just driving themselves into the ground almost. You would have to, I mean, think and feel like at this time. Well, yeah, because like the people that he just let go, you know, or not, I shouldn't say he because it is multiple people letting these people go, but the people that they just let go, I mean, they're building blocks for if like a company wants to start up, you bring in Road Dog and, and William Regal, they, they've already been running NXT. It's like you bring in Samoa Joe. I mean, you bring all those guys in and you've already got, you already got your behind the scenes crew right there. I mean, I, if anything, you know, they're not doing it on purpose because they don't care about the other companies, but it's helping out all the other companies letting these people go. That's for sure. Well, it's weird. In this pretty much proves right here, Triple H is never going to have control of WWE. Oh, yeah. Because they, this is all his guys. This is all the people. He even, 
yeah, he said that, you know, that he was bringing, putting these guys around him mm-hmm. so that when he took, if he took over main roster booking, that he would already have a group yeah. ready to go with he, him. Regal, uh, Regal, um, Gabe Sapolsky, who was released as well, uh, mm-hmm. Road Dog, and Shawn Michaels are going to be his Pat Patterson, Daryl Briscoe, uh, fucking dip, dip shit in the truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was going to be Gabe. He had his crew, and now this is pretty much saying Triple H is never going to have control of this company. So, but sorry, but you you do have to look at it. He did just have a heart attack, heart heart problem. So maybe we don't. Triple H has not made any statement. Maybe he's on board with all this. You never know. He is. Well, he has not made a statement. The only thing I've seen is um, somebody talked to the. a lot of the people that are around him and uh, all the only thing that they have said is he's pretty bummed about it. They haven't said anything else, but he's pretty bummed about it. Was was this man to take those guys that got released, give a big middle finger to Vince, like Vince is doing to him right now and start his own company. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure he could find some financial backers to do it. Honestly. I mean, he's got, he knows the rock. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but seriously, though, Ryan, there's no way he could be on board with this. I mean, I know he's because he put his whole everything yeah. he had into this, Ryan. He was not hardly sleeping at oh, all. Oh, I know. I know. He was. I mean, no, I understand. Was, yeah. I mean, it was this was all Triple H. This was his thing. And now it's just completely gone. I mean, why? I don't understand it at all, honestly. Like why you would do that to your son in law, for one thing, like Jesus Christ. That Thanksgiving dinner had to be really weird. <laughs> I can't even see Vince having Thanksgiving dinner, honestly. They had to keep the knives away from Hunter. Yeah. I don't know. I, this whole situation is crazy. There's a lot more rumors now heating up about WWE selling to Disney. Um, but I can't see Disney. Buy, I, I think if they do so, it's going to be universal. Um, just it based on the... Sense. Just based on the fact that they have brought, what was the number, 30 million or 3 million new subscribers to Peacock just for the WWE? Yeah. You know Universal, because that contract's up in a couple years, the Peacock deal. I mean, they're not going to let Disney buy it, because then it'll probably go to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's all, all streaming, man. Yeah, so I I think if there is anyone out there, it's either going to be Disney or it's going to be Universal or it's going to be some outside source that we don't know about yet. That's not a TV company. That'll just be some other company. Right. But, yeah, so more releases. Uh, William Regal did put out a statement saying that he will never say anything bad about WWE, so stop asking, essentially, is what he said. (laughs) So, I mean, he said that they saved his life, saved his marriage. Um, all that stuff. He, I think he might ch- seriously just be done. I don't. Well, I mean, know. he is pretty old. Let's not. I lie. don't see him doing. Like everyone says, he needs to go to AEW. What's he gonna do in AEW besides be a coach? Or nah, he is. I mean, thing. Like I just don't see him doing anything besides. I think he's just gonna be done. I, th- I honestly. Yeah. So Mojo now he'll probably wrestle some more. Tat Thatcher and Birch will go out and wrestle. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. 
<laughs> I mean, AEW can only hire so many more guys, though, honestly. So, I mean, these guys are going to have to start working the indies or going to, you know, other places other aside from AEW. Uh, well, there's yeah. a lot of options. Um, not big time, but there's some options. There's MLW, NWA, Impact, New Japan. Um, Impact things we made into moves. We'll get into that when we talk about Impact. They seem to be changing some things up. So, for the better, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you should mention AEW. Let's jump on in to AEW Dynamite. All right. This was their Woo. first show on TBS, and it was yeah. What? Wasn't a horrible show. Um, you had three title matches. Uh, not sure why the tag team title match was on this show. Yeah, I don't. So it's weird because they're having this battle of the belts, which is happening right now as we speak. Uh, so we record this. Why is that not just a two hour special when most of it had the tag team title match on here, maybe even the world title match on there? Yeah. Because you're calling it battle of the belts, but not all the belts are on the line. Yeah. Weird. But we did start off with the world championship match. Hangman Adam Page defending against Brian Danielson. There were judges out there this time. Uh, Mark Henry, uh, Jerry Lynn, and Big Show. That would, If it did go an hour time limit, then they would decide the winner. But uh, spoiler alert, it did not go an hour. <laughs> no. I like that, I liked that the, uh, you know, Hangman was going for the, uh, the Lariat and... Uh, then Brian started working on the arm, and the whole time that Brian was getting the advantage, he was looking at the judges. He was basically doing everything for the judges. He, it's almost like he wanted it to go the time limit so he yeah, could he be, crowned, be crowned the winner that way. Yeah. This was a good now, match. They told a great story in this match. Uh, they were, this, was, this was great. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Jeff? Is it bad, fellas, that I wanted it to go an hour again? <laughs> and one reason, I mean, their first match was phenomenal. And I wanted to see this boil out as another one-hour time limit. No judges. Screw that. It's a draw again. And, you know, they do one final third match of the trilogy, one new match per se, new match type, or an existing match type, and just do something crazy for a third match. Right. Um, that would have been cool. Um, now that this match was great, um, they like I said, they told a good story. Uh, Danielson focused on the arm, and then when he busted Hangman opening, so I focused on the head. Um, Danielson got busted up and bad. Uh, mm. he was he was bloody. Um, yeah, it ended with Hangman hitting the buckshot, pinning Brian Danielson clean in the middle of the ring, which is what he needed, honestly. This was his first win in a while. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes he, he needed that big win as the champion to, you know, to really show that he is the champion. And uh, uh, I was, I was happy with it. Um, now it's getting kind of interesting, guys, because you know we got the MJF CM Punk going to happen pretty soon, sometime. Do you think the winner of that? Do you think the winner of that will fight Hangman or, as it's been announced on uh, Rampage, whenever he was wrestling? Uh, Adam Cole is the number one contender right now. He's I don't know. One. I don't know if you pulled Adam Cole Adam Page match yet. That seems uh, to be early. I don't know. I mean, 
the maybe they just said that to kind of set up that friction for whenever you know when and if Omega comes back shortly or whenever he does come back to set up that UE kind of versus Bullet Club or Young Bucks or the Elite per se uh their match maybe i i'm kind of confused as to where that's going yeah adam cole's got a uh, multiple uh things going on here he's got the young bucks thing <laughs> yeah. he's still feuding with you know orange it's, there's, there's orange cassie he's still tension with him and red dragon uh you know when hangman or when omega comes back it's i mean it's, it's interesting they got a lot of stuff going on uh <laughs> in, with, with adam cole I, I don't know. I think it might be Cole next, but I just don't know if that's I don't I don't know. I think that might be too early. I don't know. Or do they go in a completely different direction with someone we don't see coming? Yeah. Because I would like it to be I would like it to be MJF, but I think he would lose, and I don't really want him to lose again. He needs the next time he challenges for the title, he needs to win it. Right. So I don't really want him to take it off hangman this early. And, I mean, Punk isn't a credible guy to take it off of him, like as of right now, anyways, in my opinion. I think if it's Punk, he'll lose for sure to Hangman. But then do you have Punk beat MJF? You can't, in my opinion. No, me neither. Yeah, Punk. I agree. He needs to put MJF over. But then that would probably lead to an MJF title opportunity, and I just don't know if they would give it to him that early yet. Anyway, speaking of CM Punk and Adam uh, and uh, MJF, MJF was supposed to wrestle Sean Dean in this match. Um, Mm -hmm. CM Punk ran down, gave the go to sleep to Sean Dean, which caused a disqualification for Sean Dean, which means Sean Dean beat MJF. Yeah, which also, what's what's a great, see, this is where the records are cool because MJF is pissed because his 2022 year starts out 0-1. Yeah, and Punk (laughs) basically came out and said, this is going to keep happening. You said that you were going to go for the title. This will happen in every match you have until you give me a match with you. Yeah, and then he gave him a match with Wardlow. Um, I had a question. They cut a promo here back and forth. Those are typical MJF CM Punk promo. It was good. Um, but MJF said they used the name WrestleMania, which... Well, they've done it before. I know, but isn't that trademarked by WWE? Well, yeah. So can they sue? I don't think saying it is. It depends on if it. I mean, it's probably not going to be a verbal trademark, like you know, for spoken language on TV, because well, they didn't use financial gain. But I mean, but the Super Bowl, you can't say Super Bowl unless you pay money. True. So, which we understood, but so <laughs> that's why that's why they all say the big. Ooh, we're not promoting it. <laughs> But like that's why they say like in a commercial. Like, I guess yeah. I guess there was no com- there was no financial gain though. We're we're screwed now, Ryan. You just, we're gonna owe the NFL a shitload of money. Um, punk punk countered with that saying, "If you want a main event night four of a buy one get one free extravaganza." MJF <laughs> uh, keeps keeps saying he's gonna leave. This is y'all keeps teasing that in twenty twenty. What is it? Twenty twenty four. Yeah, that he's gonna be leaving. So. Uh, then MJF, yeah, then MJF said next week you're wrestling Wardlow, and I bet CM Punk had a Ryback moment for a second. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I gotta wrestle this big motherfucker. <laughs> How is that match gonna go? Is he gonna get Wardlow disqualified, or is he gonna get 
Wardlow counted out, like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Able spots. Uh, and then we had Chris Jericho return. Yay. Yeah, brown uh, hair. And then they were interrupted by. Now, I like these guys. I think 2.0 are hilarious. But do we need to see them every single episode of every single show? They're no. on Rampage and Dynamite every week almost. You yeah. want to take Adam Ryan? Like, I love 2.0. I think they are great, but ah, it's, it's just, a, it's, I, I can't deal well, with it. Well, the problem is, you know, you, you got 2.0 on there every week. But then you got, you know, you got people like Jay Lethal, who they just signed, who's been in one match on Dynamite and a Battle Royal on Dynamite, and then is gone. Yep. And it's like, come on. I don't know. I feel like Jay Lethal coming in was just a kind of fan service because he just lost his job pretty much with ROH. And, you know, they they wanted that big pop. So I don't think they really had plans for him. And that could be why he's sitting out right now. Well, and there are the people, and apparently how how Tony Khan books is he will put certain guys on TV for a couple months, and then he'll push them out and then have other guys on TV for a couple months, which is fine. But when you have great, talented wrestlers like Ricky Starks and Jay Lethal and all these guys sitting on the sidelines while you're pushing 2.0, I love 2.0, but they shouldn't be a major player in the company. No. They should have been used exactly like they were using NXT as a comedy duo that just get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> but I can't take them serious at all. And now they're in this super serious feud with fucking Eddie Kingston and Ortiz and like, what the hell? <laughs> I just can't take it serious. Um, well, hopefully, hope like you said, hopefully just it'll only last a couple more months and then some other people will take their place. Um, hopefully. So dynamite, we had the TBS title, um, and uh, the first champion crowned Ryan. It was not Ruby Riot, thank God, because Ruby Riot has not been having good matches. Uh, Ruby Soho. Uh, oh, sorry, Ruby Soho. My bad. <laughs> and uh, and uh, no, it was Jade Cardhill. What I, I, you know what? I wasn't. I'm not a huge fan of Jade, but it's the right choice. She didn't do bad in that match. She did better than Ruby did. Yeah. Ruby, she did those corner kicks where she runs and kicks her, and there was no impact on them at all. I don't remember her being this bad in WWE. Maybe she was, and they hit it better. But, man, she's just not getting it. I don't know. Maybe she's trying to impress too much. I mean, she I, she 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 overacts everything. Well, she overacts and she wrestles very slow. Yeah, she got slower. Like she went to Impact or she went to AW and just like forgot everything or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was the right choice, Jade Cargill, and you knew she was winning. I mean, she's undefeated. It was going to happen. So. I mean, it was it was it was not great, but good for good for Jade. And I assume I don't know who where to go now. I don't know. I don't know how you book this title. 
I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> we've never had a, cha- a company with two women's championships before. So other than yep, we're in new grounds. We got a we got a mid card championship. Yeah, for so, the women. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Malachi Black beat Brian Pillman after Pillman landed on his head. <laughs> yeah, and Pillman, his timing is just like Roby Soho. His timing is so far off sometimes, and. Uh, yeah, he he could have had a better match. So, did you all think Brody King was coming out here too, or was that just me? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't get out of catering, man. He was finishing up his meal. The lights went out with Penta, with Penta and Phoenix. And I was like, "Oh, here we go! It's Brody King." And then Black was just standing on the ramp, and I go, "Oh, he's still coming." And then it went to commercial, and I went, "Oh." <laughs> So the thing about this was Penta and Ray come out and help, right? And then apparently they went back to the back and then came back and made their entrance for their match. They were already out there. Just stay out there. (laughs) And then they came back. act like nothing happened. They're all happy to have their match. (laughs) Yeah, very weird. Uh, But then this was the main event. Lucha Express or whatever their name is, Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Brothers for the AEW World Tag Team titles. Uh, match. Good match. Ending kind of sucked. There uh, was it wouldn't have sucked if, somebody, if he wouldn't have got hurt. But. There was no need for the spot, though. How do you have a table spot in a match that's a not and no disqualification happens? Because you get, if you go through a table, it's not like he's hitting them with it. Come on. <laughs> they I mean, throw on their, they throw on their desks all the time in regular matches. Come on. I guess. I mean, technically got- you're right, but <sighs> anyway. Uh Penta got put through a table by Luchasaurus, and apparently he said he didn't break anything. Which is Completely stri- that I can't believe that at all. Oh, you mean uh, Ray Phoenix or Ray Phoenix? Yeah, I cannot believe he didn't break something. I thought he broke his arm. He said he didn't break anything. He put a tweet out saying a no broken bones. So unless he just dislocated it, which is arguably worse than breaking it. <laughs> Dude, I don't it know bad because he was like hanging. <laughs> it was. But apparently, yeah, he says he didn't break anything. I'm not going to believe that, though, because Ricky Stark said he didn't break his neck. So, <laughs> just going to throw that out there. <laughs> um, but in the end, it was uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus winning at the tag team titles here, which I did not see coming. Um, and uh, Jungle Boy gets his first title in AEW. Should have been tied. And then afterwards, the entire tag team division came out, and they kept showing Jericho for some reason, and Black, like, they just kept cutting to Jericho, and people, and no one knew what was going on. That was the weirdest ending, <laughs> like. Yeah, but, you know, you have all those tag teams out there, but you don't have FTR, you don't have Ortiz and uh, Santana. Yeah, it was the job Kinda guys. Weird. It was all the job guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Dynamite was pretty good. 
they didn't have a whole bunch of matches this time. And they didn't have any multi-man matches, so that's cool with me. <laughs> yep. uh, let's get into let's talk about NWA and MLW for a little bit. Uh yeah. MLW right now is having they're showing their current uh their shows from Mexico. Um MLW Azteca. Uh it's happening right now on YouTube. Uh the main event on this show, we had a NW MLW heavyweight title match, Jason. As Hammerstone uh, defended the title in a no disqualification match. Oh, no, that's next week. Sorry. This match was Hammerstone and Pagano versus King Mortis and Black Taurus in, in the, Apop- the Apocalypto match. I don't know what that means. It was just a fight. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Um, it, it was just a fine foul hunt anywhere match. Um, with Hammerstone and Pagano getting the win. Uh, elsewhere on this show, um, Richard Holiday lost to Psycho Clown. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to watch this show because just to see these guys interact with these guys from AAA yeah. should be interesting. Uh, and then Armis, Black Destiny, and Mitezic Jr. took on Ares, Black Danger, and Dynamico in a six man match with Aramis, Black Destiny, and Mitezic my Ms. Testes Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, but next week, uh, Alexander Hammerstone will defend the title um, in a no disqualification or in a false kind of anywhere match. All right. Uh, I like it. I mean, it, you know, I don't know if it's they're always going to be connected to AAA. I mean, with the, with, you know, with that guy being in charge on TV, I guess they might be, they might do a lot of Lucha stuff, but you know, it's cool. You get to see more Lucha, you know, just like with the NWA strong, you get to see more Lucha in in the United States, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of NWA, they're making some big moves here, Nathan. Um, they have two shows now. And they're actual shows. Yeah. They don't have that weird thing anymore. Uh, NWA Power, and it's back on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's still on Fight. If you pay for the Fight subscription, you get it on Tuesday. Um, if you don't, you can wait three days and get it on Friday. <laughs> so yeah, why would you not just wait? Um, it'll be live on Friday, every Friday, and then every Saturday they have a new show called NWA USA, which is about a half hour long. Um, and they're doing a weird thing. I don't know what they're doing. I thought they had that whole thing at their pay per view where they had the the gauntlet match and uh, homicide one, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was like. To go to the match, but apparently that got him a, a buy all the way to the finals. They're doing a whole tournament, uh, junior heavyweight title tournament. Austin Aries for winning his match got a first round buy, and then everyone else that was in that thing is fighting each other. The winning the match, the finals will be a triple threat match. So, uh, but in the NWA power, our first match was. Jeremy Plunkett versus Miguel Robles versus Jamie Stanley versus Alex Taylor in a fatal four-way match. The winner will qualify for the Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Just Uh, to qualify. Yeah. And Jamie Stanley got the win. Don't know who that is. Jamie Stanley. What a name. Uh, Sion versus Jordan Clearwater and Marsh Rocket in a two-on-one handicap match. With Jordan Clear Clearwater and Marsh Rocket getting the win. All right. 
Uh, Camille and Missa Kate versus Kylie Ray and Tootie Lynn with Kylie and Tootie getting the win. As Ray made Kate tap. Still pretty upset with uh, Kylie Ray. <laughs> yeah, she, she, I, I don't, I don't think the wrestling business is for her. I mean, to be on top of Impact, about to get that title and everything, and then they were going to run with her as their main face, you know, and then, yeah. <clears throat> yep. And then, you know, and then she leaves and then she's, you know, mental issues. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Mental health is, you know, but then to come back and wrestle for NWA. Yeah. I mean, that's the same as impact. They're both not in front of a lot of people. So it's not the people's aspect. I, I don't know. She maybe did same, she did the same thing to AEW whenever they started, you know, she yeah. was there for a couple of weeks and she was like, ah, well, she took me. a break from NWA for a while too. I, I mean, I get I it, know. but I just don't think the business is for her. She's great, but man, I don't know. Um, and then we had uh, we had Matt Taven wrestle on this show, Nathan, as yeah. Matt Taven took on Wrecking Ball Wagurski. <laughs> That's a great name. That is a great name. <laughs> With Matt Taven getting the win, uh, Natalia. Natalia Markova took on Paolo Blaze. Paolo, Paolo Blaze. Um, and Markova got having the win. A, having another woman named Natalia is kind of crazy. That yeah. feels weird. Yeah. Um, Homicide and Law Rebellion took on Jack Stain in the end in their six-man match with Homicide and Law Rebellion getting the win. That was, that was power. Uh, USA, we had... Uh, we had Colby Carino t- taking on C.W. Anderson, and the winner will qualify. Wow. And this was a, basically a first-round match for the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship tournament. C.W. Anderson is fighting for the Junior Heavyweight. Okay. Yeah. Just- well, he lost this match, so it does not matter. Colby Carino know, got the win. He's a little bit, uh, a little bit on the hefty side. I'm not gonna lie. Not a little bit. <laughs> I mean, okay. fighting for the cruiserweight title, wasn't he in WWE? Touche, my friend. Touche. <laughs> Um, and then we had a match and another tournament match as Luke Hawks took on his son, PJ Hawks. <laughs> and Luke got the win. So they both move on. Luke Hawks and Colby Carino move on to the tournament. So All right. that is your that is your NWA and uh, MLW uh, updates. I, I like it, man. You know, not very people cover that stuff. So I'm glad we cover it. MLW, I'm telling you, they do some weird. They're doing some cool stuff. It, it's weird and out there, but, it's, you know. They're keeping themselves relevant, at least, you know, they're not. That's what you got to do. I I wish that some of these companies, one of these two companies would pick up some of these people that got released from WWE. That's all I wish. Yeah. Uh, let's get into Thursday. We had two shows. We had an, an actual episode of UK this week. Yay. They were back. Uh, Ashton Smith and Oliver Cotta defeated Symbiosis to be an, in a number one contenders tournament first round match. I guess they're doing a number one contender tag team tournament. All right. Uh, Zaya Brookside defeated Myla Grace. Who's Myla Grace? I don't know. <laughs> and your main event, the final boss, the women's champion, Miko Satomura, defended the title against Blair Davenport. And uh, she successfully defended it. Uh, Miko Satomura is still NXT UK women's champion. Who's going to beat her? Uh, no one until Vince finds out she's actually employed and fires her. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just like I told. Who's uh, this I, woman? I, 
She's too I old, damn it! <laughs> I say this every week, Jeff, whenever we talk about uh, in, uh, NXT UK. I, I watch it like gritting my teeth the whole time thinking, man, it's only a matter of time before Vince finds out this is a thing and just cancels the whole thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hope- There's another NXT? <laughs> <laughs> I just hope he never finds out. It's time for NXT UK 2.0. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah. What about Impact, Ryan? Uh, Impact started off with a six knockouts tag team match as Tasha Steeles, Lady Frost, and Chelsea Green took on Jordan Grace, Rachel Ellering, and Rosemary. Now, this was supposed to be a preview for the Ultimate X match at Hard to Kill. Right. Um, but some changes have happened to that match. Rachel Ellering will not be involved in that match. And Some changes have happened to that whole pay-per-view. Yes. And Alicia Edwards has now been added. Yay! <laughs> Let's hope she doesn't come off the rope. What a fucking downgrade. I'm sorry. <laughs> if Alicia Edwards comes off of that X, I mean, she could kill herself. Yeah, probably. Um, That match, by the way, is not for uh, Jordan Grace's uh, weird-ass championship. Right. It is for the number one contender for the Knockouts Championship. Just so get that out there. Um, but Green, Frost, and Seals get the win here. What do you think of Lady Frost? She's all right. She's yeah. different. She's different. Apparently, she had a trial with WWE until they found out how old she was. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we had Jonah on the show, Nathan, as Jonah took on Jake something. Think uh, Jake's ever going to figure out his name? <laughs> is he ever going to figure out his name? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, Jonah got the win here. Jonah will be battling um, the walking weapon, uh, Josh Alexander, at Hard to Kill. Right. This will be coming out after Hard to Kill, but we have not watched it yet, so we'll be covering Hard to Kill next week. Just let everybody know. Yep. Because <laughs> it's happening right now as we speak. Uh, Masha Slamovich made her debut. <laughs> yeah. What a name. Uh, she, she beat some person. <laughs> they but are. They got a lot of women, you know. And She's good. She's only also, 23, too, so she looks good. I mean, she's young. Yeah. Um, also, you know, speaking of the women, let's think about this, Ryan. NXT UK had three matches, and two of them were women's matches. Yep. You know, I mean, some of these other companies need to. Well, Impact, Impact, they had, you know, they've had, they had three women's things on this show. Yeah. And AEW has one every show. That's crazy, man. Um, then we had Deanna Parasta versus Mercedes Martinez, who's apparently not going to be in this company anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that didn't last long. She's been uh, all over the place. Uh, Parasta got the win. She will battle Mickey James, who we'll talk about in a second. Uh, she will battle Mickey James in a Texas death match for the Impact oh, Knockout God. Championship. What's with all these women having death matches now? <laughs> 
like that's that's the new thing in WWE or in wrestling is to watch chicks bleed. Yeah. Um, Ace Austin and Mad Fan Fulton took on Johnny Swinger and Hernandez uh, with Austin and Fulton obviously getting the win here. Hell yes. Ace Austin's still my favorite wrestler right now. He's growing on me. He's growing on me. We should try to get him on the podcast. <laughs> you do it. Let's do it. We can talk some hot topics. <laughs> uh, in the main event, Nathan, this was the main event of the show. Carl Anderson versus Heath Slater. That that should not be a main event anywhere. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, the winner of this match will get the advantage in Hardcore War, which I assume is like uh, War Games, but not in the cage. You it got is, me. It's Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Heath, and Rhino versus the Good Brothers and Violent by Design. And a 10-man hardcore war. Uh, well, the heels get the advantage, as it should, as Anderson gets the win here. Hey, at least they know how to book one of those. All right. <laughs> yeah, they didn't give the faces the advantage. Uh, so the whole card of Hard to Kill, Jake Something will take on Madman Fulton. Uh, Mike Bailey will make his impact debut in a fatal four-way with Ace Austin, Chris Bang, and Kid. Kid. Those are the pre-show. Man. Who's Mike Bailey? Uh, speedball Mike Bailey. Speedball. He's named after a drug. Yeah. Speedball Mike Bailey. He is a Canadian oh. guy. He's Canadian uh, from Quebec. He is 31 oh. years old. Uh, he's wrestled in Progress, Combat Zone, uh, Ring of Honor, kind of, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, Jeff, you think that's a great name for a wrestler? Speedball? Um, <laughs> I under- okay, I understand why you haven't heard of him, Nathan. In March 2016, he was arrested trying to get into the United States to compete for Evolve. He was subsequently banned from entering the country for the next five years. Wow. So that's why you haven't heard of him. He's been stuck in Canada for five years. Man. Uh Apparently, he just got because he didn't have a visa or something. I guess he. Uh, um, but then uh, Tasha Steele's Alicia Edwards, Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, Lady Frost, and Rosemary uh, will take in mean, the Ultimate X match. Trey Miguel will defend the knockout, the Exhibition title against Steve Macklin. Jonathan Gresham will defend the ROH world title against Chris Saban. Yeah, that's a, that could be a hell of a match. So, Jonathan Gresham is the world champion, but also. Uh, the former champion never lost it. No, he he's, never lost it. He's saying he he's got, technically still champion too. Yeah, I, I, he's, he's setting something up with that, you know. Yeah, Bandito. That's what's cool about this. They're they're doing they're still booking stuff. You know, now that's wrestling right there. That's that's awesome. You have guys still booking for ROH when ROH isn't a thing. Because I, I saw it. I saw that Bandito was wrestling somewhere, and he said he was defending the ROH World Title too. So. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. It's cool. They're doing their own thing, even if AEW always has nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, Josh Alexander will take on Jonah. Uh, there's a 10-man war. It's a Texas death match and the three-way main event for the Impact World title, Moose, Matt Cardona, and W. Morrissey. I mean, it sounds like a damn good pay-per-view. I'll watch it tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. I'll watch it tomorrow. 
I think it'll be pretty good. Should be. Uh, let's get into SmackDown. But before we do that, let's talk a little Rumble. Um, because we're talking Impact. Um, and we're talking, you know, the women and all that. It was announced that the current Impact Women's Champion, Mickey James, will be entering the WWE Royal Rumble. Woo. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? I mean, I'm as... I don't know how, let me phrase it like this, fellas. I don't know how the hell Pat McAfee still has a job because he name dropped Impact, their world title, Impact just about the garbage bag situation. <laughs> I mean, I know on the line, but I am actually kind of shocked. Yeah. Um, I'm spe- I got some speculation on how this came about. I, I think. You know, WWE needed some, definitely needed some star power going into this rumble because you know they fired half of their people, and uh, I think they reached out to Mickey, not even knowing that she was the Impact Women's Champion. <laughs> and since she's a free agent, she can wrestle wherever she wants. So I think, I think, uh, I think they reached out to her, brought her in, and then I think you know Mickey James being Mickey James, she was probably like. You know, if you want me in there, you're also going to have to, you know, name drop that I'm the Impact Women's Champion. You're going to have to tweet it out, which they did. And that's the first time WWE's ever mentioned Impact like that on TV. Well, the other um, time was when Kurt Angle said, I heard Impact's hiring. Yeah, well, yeah, that was there. They that was a thing. shot. That wasn't. That was kind of, yeah, yeah, this was <laughs> a, the first time they've said it, like, you know, as in a, a good, good thing. way. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> So I, I don't know, dude. I, I don't think anything's going to come out of it. I don't even know if she's going to come out with the title. She might be able to convince them to let her come out with the title since they've already mentioned that she's their champion. That would be uh, awesome. But, yeah, man. the whole Pat McAfee thing, though, he's just – you know, Pat McAfee, you know, he's a, he's a millionaire, okay? He's a he multi-millionaire need, now. Yeah, he doesn't need he doesn't need this job. So he's going to do what he wants – and he's just he's not gonna let people make people feel like they're stupid. Yeah. And he's just gonna say and that's you know, why if, if it was a normal sport, they would name they would say this stuff. So he's just gonna say it. And that's so why I'm Pat sure. McAfee is my favorite announcer. Right. And I mean the big thing too for me is I mean, you you look at this could potentially and this might be me grasping at straws here. But potentially, could WWE and Nick Khan, in his whatever brain he has, see how much of good publicity this is doing and how much people are talking about it and excited about it to open that forbidden door? Maybe not fully, but just a crack for WWE. I'd be all for it. Yeah, I would. You know, if if he's the, you know, if he's got a economical brain on him like he seems like he does i would say you know you well, think that you see that but the and, thing, you know if you can convince vince you know that's the thing well here's the thing too so vince you know wwe has fired a bunch of people if they can do some sort of talent exchange with say impact that's a way to get more people on your tv show that you don't have to pay <laughs> uh well, you know, me and Ron talked about it uh, today whenever I uh, stopped in and visited him at work. Uh, so, I mean, we, we suggested what if Moose would be in the men's rumble as a part of an exchange. That'd be kind of cool. 
Oh, that would yeah, that would be awesome. I, Here's the thing: I, you know, you, you could. They didn't really have they announced how many men's wrestlers there like are. There's six. <laughs> like, yeah. there's none, man. So we could see some impact surprises, maybe. Yeah, right now in the men's rumble, it's Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> the Street Profits, the Mysterios, Austin Theory, and Sheamus. That's it. Right. Um. That's the thing, though. You know, most of the Impact roster are former WWE guys. Would they even want to go back? <laughs> I mean, it's no. not. Yeah, I mean, they got a good head payday out of it. I guess they'd be okay with it. Um, so let's get uh, the other women announced, by the way, for the uh, Royal Rumble that are not currently with the company are Kelly Kelly, for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, Weeda. Uh, the Bella Twins, Michelle McCool, and my personal favorite, Summer Rae. Yeah, uh, random as hell. I cannot wait. I, I don't know why Summer Rae's going to be there, but let's go. <laughs> I, I'm all for it. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, so that's 20. Smackdown, uh, this SmackDown show wasn't bad. You know, you had all those announcements for the Rumble. You also had, you know, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, and Roman Reigns had a pretty good segment at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure where they're going with this, guys, because, I mean, Brock teased title versus title. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're going to do. But, you know, then we also have, out of nowhere, towards the end of the show, we find out Seth Rollins is the guy that's going to fight Roman Reigns for the belt. Now... Out of all the people they could have picked, they picked a raw guy. How, how's this going to go, Jeff? Uh, I mean, personally, I don't think Rollins should beat him, but it's WWE, so you never know. Um, but I feel like we'll see Roman win, and I, depending on, you know, what's going on actually behind the scenes with WWE, I think it has to do with if they're going to be selling or if they're going to be moving to a single network or, you know, what they're going to be doing in the background, because they may very well unify the titles and just go to, you know, one network or, you know, one big show per se. Well, on that with unifying Charlotte's in the rumble. So, I mean, they—is that a way of telling us that they're gonna, she's gonna win, and then they're gonna unify those belts as well? Um, look, I think the brand split as a concept needs to stay, just so more people can get on the shows. But I would be a hundred percent down for one tag team title, one world title, and one women's title. They don't have the main eventers for the men. They had two world titles. Well, let's think of it. They don't really have any of those divisions have, you know, a lot going on. Yeah. You got like three tag teams on each show. Yeah. I don't know where the hell some of these women have been. I mean, you haven't seen, we haven't seen uh freaking, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler in forever. We haven't seen Oscar forever. All of your main, main top chicks. We haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. I think, a return of Lacey Evans at the Rumble, just my hot take. There you go. 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, they really don't have the divisions for any of those belts. So you might as well combine them all. Well, you fired half your roster, so. <laughs> Which is the problem. Yeah. I um, mean, I'd be okay with it, honestly. But I don't know. I mean, are they so? Here's where we go speculation station. <laughs> do too. Do they do it? Do they do Roman Brock for the WWE? Like, where are they heading with that? Are they going to do those two battling for the title? Or are they both going to lose at the Royal Rumble? And then they do non title. I don't know. Because I heard the original plan for the WWE title was Seth was supposed to win at day, at day one, and he was going to defend the title against the Royal Rumble winner at Mania. And then they were going to do Brock and Roman for the Universal title. Are they just going to reverse the roles now? Is Roman going to lose to Seth? And Brock is going to beat Bobby, and then they do Brock Roman somehow for the Universal title? I don't see it. Or for the world for world title? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I mean, by those standards, I know that, you know, the draft kind of screwed it up and they're on different shows now. But by that standards, you know, draft aside and just, you know, not being stupid, like a realistic viewpoint, that means Ed should be the number one contender for Seth's title. Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know where they're heading. I think, yeah, Co- Roman getting COVID screwed up all their plans. So, I mean, Biggie, arguably, guys, Biggie's getting shafted in the whole, whole ordeal. <laughs> Unless he wins yeah, the Rumble. Even, even with those leaked plans, Ryan, that you were talking about, where was Big E in all those plans? Didn't hear his name. Yeah. Unless he's winning so, the Rumble. That really, that really sucks. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Big E, but yeah, this, it, I mean, it's intrigued me. I don't know if it's a good intrigue or if it's like, this is one big cluster fucking intrigue, but I'm intrigued with the Royal Rumble. So, it is. I, I, they could go a number of directions, uh, with the Rumble and the, in ma- the title matches. Um, and just a side note, when the fuck is, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura going to defend his intercontinental title? Never. I have no idea. It's been getting, fucking six months. They're going to retire it when he gets released. Like, he never defends it. He's def- I think he's really defended this title like one time since he's won it. It's insanity. <laughs> like, that, is that is crazy. Uh, but yeah, SmackDown was not terrible. Not too bad this year, this week. What do you guys think of Heyman coming back with, you know, Lesnar, because I did tell you guys, you know, I was a huge fan of the Lesnar doing his own talking and, you know, uh, seeing him actually be a person. Right. And he still showed it because he, he took the mic and did his own Heyman impression. Yeah, right. I like that. I like that they're still letting him talk even with. I know, think I think he's going to join back up with Roman and he's going to screw Brock. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen at the Rumble. And he's going to cost Brock his title, or if that's going to happen at Mania. Yeah, I don't know. They're arguably still like gearing towards an eventual Rock versus Roman match, right? At some point. Yeah, The Rock said he's got too much going on for it to be this year. He could be lying, and it could still happen. He could be at the Rumble and win it. I hope to God not, but he could. 
That'd be um, God, so, don't put that thought out in the universe. Yeah, so, I mean, that could happen. So, uh, But I think that'll be maybe next year, and hopefully it's not for a belt. Yeah, um, do it at SummerSlam or something. I know. I think it'll be at next year's Mania, but hopefully it's not for a title. And I, I mean, The Rock, you, God dang, man, he's getting up there. I don't he know. Probably go though. I mean, he's still jacked with or without dancing yeah. substances, but he's still jacked. <laughs> uh, all right, boys, let's end this podcast on a. a I don't know what you'd call Rampage. It was okay. Uh, it wasn't yeah. horrible. We had it some. Wasn't. We had some. We had some injuries. We had we had a questionable women's match. We had we had a uh, six person clusterfuck. We had Hook, and we had Hook. <laughs> uh, yeah, we started to show off with Atlas versus Adam Cole, baby. Uh, Jake Atlas, Atlas looked like a star. Atlas he, looked like a star. I tell you what, he left. He left NXT and got himself fucking jacked. He was, I mean, he had a gut on him, but he was big. Like, I don't remember. Atlas also, looking like that. it could be that Adam Cole is like 150 pounds now. So that's true. He is tiny. Uh, I wonder what they're now. This is just me joking. This isn't me actually throwing any shade at Jake Atlas, but I wonder what AEW's uh, test results look like over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thrown off now. Uh, this was a really good match um, until Atlas injured himself. Um, oh yeah. yeah, but it was towards the end, so it was okay. I mean, yeah. and he 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 says that he's not seriously hurt. Let's hope that's true. <laughs> Same thing. I mean, that's all they all he say is. it. So I can't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but it was a good match. I liked it. Uh, Atlas did an X-Plex like uh, Pete Dunne, except he did it the X-Plex into a sit-out powerbomb. Yeah. And he actually like, drove I, – I don't know how he did it, honestly. It was weird. But he drove uh, Adam Cole down. Yeah, he did uh, springboard, hurt his knee. It was kind of like a Seth Rollins situation where he – it didn't look like he did anything wrong. It just all of a sudden he buckled. And uh, so Adam Cole had to win with a leg lock. So – yeah. Make him tap out. Um, uh, then we had the Hook. Women's match, the women's match was a clusterfuck. Uh, we had Hook and Aaron Solo. I thought his name used to be S-O-L-O-W. That's what I thought. And now it's just Solo, like S-O-L-O. I think they changed yeah, his name. Sure. I guess he is Solo now because he's not with Bailey anymore. So. What <laughs> uh, a bad match. Hook looked pretty good. Yep. Uh, hooked. Uh, hook one again, of course. Hook's not bad, honestly. You know, for I, is for being young and only having this is what his third match. Yeah, he's he, he's pretty good. Uh, I I completely. I am not a hooker. <laughs> I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of Hook, um, but I will say I I was impressed. I'm impressed every time he wrestles, and the matches get better and better. So. Good job, Hook. Yeah, then the women's match. This was... I don't even know what to say about this match. <laughs> it set up the Riho... Riho. Riho. Yeah. It's Riho. It's Riho. 
not Rio. Yeah. There's another wrestler in. There's another woman in AEW with the name Rio, but this is Rio. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, we set, up, set up that match for tonight. Like you said, Battle of the Belts is going on right now. Uh, set up that match between her and Britt Baker, and uh, she got the win over Britt Baker in this tag team match with some slight distraction with Jamie Hayter and stuff. I'm but, sorry, uh, but so do you, is the WWE math going to hold up, Ryan? Is Riho looking to lose this match? Oh, 100% Riho's losing. There's no way they put Riho over Britt right now. I don't even know why Riho's here. I can't take anything she does serious. I mean, on Dynamite, she came out and freaking I tried to attack him, and she just throwing little punches at him. It looked like they did no effect. I just, I'm not, I don't know. I don't get the fascination with Riho. I don't know why everyone likes her. I think she's kind of sloppy in the ring. She's slow. She's small. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of her. And then you put her her and Ruby together, and it was just a, that's a dynamic team, let me tell you. Yeah. So, Jeff, all that being said, who's going to end up taking this belt off of Britt Baker? Ah. Somebody, somebody that's not there right now. Yeah, someone, uh, someone that's not on the roster is my opinion. Um, yeah. uh, personally, if I had my way, I think it'd be sweet to see an Ember Moon debut. And oh take yeah. It. Oh yeah. I mean, if they do have to go with someone on the roster, uh, ah man, I she just. Felt, I gotta say, Jade Cargill at some point. I I'm gonna say they're gonna run it back with uh, Thunder Rosa, and another Rosa will take it off of her. Hmm. That could be. That might be. That might be my only. Like, if you're going by a a face, yeah, a good a good guy. I'd say I'd say that Thunder Rosa would be the only option because she's went through everybody else. Yeah, there's no one left. (laughs) Yeah. I mean Mercedes. Uh, I mean, they're building her to look pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, Mercedes I mean, Mercedes could turn face, too, because she's technically aligned with Jade, and then Jade could treat her like shit, and then she turns on her, so. But then Jade would probably, then she'd probably take the title off Jade, so. The TBS title. Yeah. So. And then we had our main event, Dana Garcia in 2.0, once again, main eventing a fucking show <laughs> against Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. Uh, if I was Santana and Ortiz, I'd be pretty pissed right now. Yeah. Because they book them strong. Mm-hmm. They book them to win all these matches. They book them to dominate most of these matches. And then they don't give them the belts. And, you know, they were setting up, like, teasing the Lucha Brothers match. Mm-hmm. And it never happened. And now... Now the Jurassic Express gets that win. So I don't know if you're if you're Santiago Ortiz is like, what do you gotta do? You know? And they're being overshadowed in this whole thing by Kingston and Jericho. Right. They're not even the main focus of this storyline. They're just here. <laughs> they're feuding they with 2.0. Like, come on. I mean, they did pick up the win. They did but, win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they lost that, I mean, you could get that golden shovel out for them if they lost that match. 
this was a no disqualification, no rules, no hose barred. It was what you think it was. Six people just beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. Um, was, big, flurry, big flurry of moves to in this in this match. Yeah. Santana, um, Santana Ortiz got the win, and then after the match, Garcia, um, they tied Kingston to the top rope. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, then Jericho had to come and make the save. All right. Good old Jericho. Um, and that was Rampage. I don't know. The show was all right, but it, it wasn't wasn't great. No, it wasn't. Um, I really wish Adam Cole would get in shape. Dude, he looks so bad now. I don't know what happened. I mean, he, he, I'll tell you what happened, Ryan. He's not in WWE anymore, so all he does is sit in his video game chair when he's not in the AEW. But why? I don't get it. Why do you want to look like crap and look like you weigh 150 pounds? You know, like it just doesn't make sense to me. I know. I, I mean, motivating him, man. Tony Khan and the Young Bucks are telling him everything's fine. You're doing a great job. Whereas in WWE, Triple H would be like, "Hey, man, what's uh, what's going on?" Yeah, yeah, because yeah, his physique, like he has no abs anymore. His his zero arms. His legs have gotten smaller, which was the only big thing on his body. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like he's, he's whittling totally... away. It's like he's just you know. It's like he's he's just every day when, gets when, smaller. When when Brit when your wife or I'm not wife yet, but when your uh, when your girlfriend is in better shape than you and looks like she's a better star, I, I don't know. That's not a good look. No man, I I don't know. I was a huge fan. I loved Adam Cole in NXT. Then he goes at AEW, and it's like it's not even the same guy. I don't I know. Mean, he's still got some of the presence like he still can do the moves and he can still he can still get the crowd into it and he can he he's he's got the look his face he's still got the face and he he looks like a star in the face but then from the head neck down he's just i don't know i don't know how you can they i think they want him to be the man there but i just don't know how you make him the man when he looks like that (laughs) it doesn't look serious i'll tell you that yeah uh, but other than that, that was my thoughts on that. Uh, I am an AEW fan, but Adam Cole needs to, needs to get in shape. Somebody needs to get on him. Yeah. Uh, maybe JR. I don't know. Let's sneaker shopping with the Young Bucks. Yeah. Oh, the Young Bucks got better physiques than him. That's sad. They don't. Think they touch the weight except for once a week. I know. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, but yeah, see, they don't they don't video stream on on Twitch. So there he goes. That's it, Ryan. He's he's streaming too much. <laughs> I tell you, Johnny Gargano starting to stream too. So he's gonna look oh, like a tiny no. little thing when he comes back too. Oh no! See, Vince is right, Nathan. Streaming's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just still gotta put in the weight room work, but they don't yeah. do it. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about. You know, we got. Battle of the Belts and the Impact pay-per-view this weekend, so we'll talk about that next week. Battle of the Three Belts. <laughs> Still Battle of the Belts. Um, yeah, and then we have uh, Impact, and then uh, we'll be also obviously wait, talking about the. Whole I do want to get. I do want to get Jeff's yeah. thoughts on one one more thing. Jeff, what do you? How do you feel about this interim title thing that they're doing on on this Battle of the Belts, like uh, UFC style here? I'm- I'm not a fan of it personally. I 
you know, for, for reasons that I'm sure some other people don't, I do not like Sammy Guevara. Um, but I understand why they're doing it, but at the same time, I mean, I would have rather see Dusty Dustin versus Cody again, you know, rather than versus me, but that interim thing, I don't know. Cause I mean, it's only a one-time deal as far as I know. Right. Like until Cody comes back. Yeah. yeah. It's an interim title. So basically he, he but I didn't, here's the thing. It's like, it's been confirmed that he has COVID. So he's only going to be out a week. So why, why That's do a point? Yeah. Why are you doing an interim title? I mean, I know it's battle of the belts and you needed another belt match, but why do an interim title where somebody's going to win a belt and then immediately lose it back to Cody? Like, I don't understand that at all. I really do believe that Cody should have never won that belt in the first place. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he wants to gripe and baby around about him not getting spoon fed like he thinks he should have in WWE and not getting his hand held, you know, because uh, you actually have to work for your stuff unless your name's Annoy or someone like that in WWE. But uh, I, I, he's burying people left and right, and it's going to continue with Sammy Guevara next. And again, for that matter. So I don't know. I don't like the interim belt. Don't like coach winning. I think that whole TNT belt right now is a hot mess. I agree with you. I agree it's, with you. It's 100%. I, that's, yeah. <laughs> it, and it could be so much better. And like it would have been too, I think, if, if Cody wouldn't have done that. Because, you know, you had Sammy holding it and he was kind of getting his footing as, you know, because he never, he doesn't wrestle that often. So, we're getting to see him wrestle a little more. He was showing a little more what he could do. And, you know, that could have been – I know they say it's not a mid-card title, but, it, you know, when the IC title back in the 80s and the 90s, it wasn't a mid-card title technically either because, yeah, main eventers holding it. So, I mean, it could have been like that, you know, and, and Sammy could have lost it to, you know, freaking uh, – could have lost it to uh, El Idolo or he could have lost it to – uh, Malachi Black, you know, and instead we get this Cody shit. And Cody, yeah, he. I don't know why they decided to have this rematch so soon. They they don't they don't do rematches that often. And now we're gonna have Cody. I'm assuming he was just gonna beat Sammy again anyway, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's the only way by their premise that it, it's gonna happen. But also, you know, you brought you stroke, you know, you brought up a good point uh, for my mind there. Why the hell do you have Malachi Black and he's not a championship holder of some kind of belt right now? Yeah, Man, I agree. If they put Malachi in the tag team division, I, I it's fine. But really, that's a waste of talent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that you got a point there. Unless it's with Brody King, which I, I mean. mean they, at, that's perfectly fine. Like I'm, that's cool. But he, yeah, he should be in the TNT title picture or the world title picture or something. I mean, right now he's just he's just jerking around with the with the fucking blondes right now. I mean, he's doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, he's arguably the best one of the top three, if not the best wrestler on that roster, in my opinion. His yeah, star, he has star written all over him. And WWE failed to use them, and right now AEW is failing to use them. I I don't understand it. I don't really don't understand. 
They got too many people. They really do. Well, I did want to say this. Um, WWE released some people, and uh, the news are coming out, and it's 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 heartbreaking, Nathan. I'm I'm sure people are. I'm 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 brokenhearted that this man will no longer be with Impact with AEW. Um, but Marco Marco Stunt, his contract will probably not be renewed. Um, I mean, huge loss. I mean, huge, like towering loss for that company. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, all right, Jim Cornette. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, they got too. They just got too many. Like where, like, and there are too many good people too. Too many stars. Yeah, you got to cut I, the fat. You got to get rid of the guys who aren't doing anything for your company. Well. You know, they 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 booked themselves into WCW territory where you got all yep. these guys coming in yep. that are stars, and then you have to make a mid-carters because you already got established stars on your show like Hangman Page. So you have to push them. So and MJF. Yep. You gotta push those guys, your homegrown guys, and then you yeah. Yeah, they're they're going down that WCW line of just signing anybody and everybody they can. And then they'll, oh, we'll figure it out later. And then they just have them sitting doing dark. I mean, Miro's stuck in fucking hell or heaven or something <laughs> right now. I, mean, I think he's injured, but still, yeah, he's in purgatory or something. I don't know where he's at. Pac's gone. I don't know where Pac's been. Yeah. Pac hadn't been around. You got Jay Lethal sitting around in dark. You got, you got, you know, Ricky Starks wrestling once every six months. You got Hobbs who hasn't wrestled in forever. And he's young. Yeah. I mean, you got so many stars that they're not using that are good and that you could be pushing, but instead we get 2.0 every week. <laughs> yep. All right, boys. I think that's going to do it. Yeah. Um, this was a fun one. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening and enjoying this. Uh, we appreciate you. If you missed any of the other episodes, go watch them. We had sports and video games. Um, this next coming up week, we're going to be doing all three on uh, the sports podcast. We're going to be reviewing week 18 of the NFL. Um, and we'll be looking back at our preseason, uh, NFL playoff predictions and we'll be seeing, uh, you know, how sucky we are. (laughs) I don't know, man. I feel like mine's a little, little close to accurate. Uh, we'll be doing that. We'll also be discussing the NBA, all that fun stuff. And then, uh, yeah. And then the video game and the rest of the podcast will happen as well. So stay tuned to all that as well. Um, check out all the social media at Sabri ENT to check out what we're up to. Um, I tend to live tweet and, uh, you know, I might start streaming more and, uh, so that kind of stuff. So check out all that. It's Sabri ENT across the board, across everything. Um, Nathan's left, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate you. If you like this, give it a like, a share, all that fun stuff. And use the hashtag SSSPod. For Nathan and Jeff, I am Ryan, reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. See ya.